0: Well, once again, thank you everyone for coming today. Um, I thought, you know, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, the whole purpose of the intent of the idea of doing these um, uh, talks and how it affects us. Uh, you know, a number of ideas came up in terms of meditation and you know, how we use the meditation. Um, So I'll tell some stories and uh, um, hopefully trigger some memories for some of you. Um, But first of all, if you're comfortable, I'd like you to just close your eyes and take a deep breath. Allow yourself to relax in whatever way you find most comfortable. Allowing your breath to flow naturally and easily. Relaxing your muscles and opening up your mind, because as I thought of meditation and the stories that are associated even with that word, it first took me back to a conversation with my father when I was quite young. And I found out that he had spent two years in the hospital when he was about eight years old, between eight and ten, because of an injury to his leg. And one of the questions I asked him at the time was, how could you stand being in the hospital for two years? And the answer he gave me is something that has come up recently on Facebook quotes and things around. Apparently of Buddhist background, but his quote was, when you can't go outside, you have to learn to go inside and how he, as a young boy, had learned to use his imagination, his creativity, his memory, to make two years go by while stuck in a hospital. Later on, he talked about how that was an advantage in learning to play golf. And he won the Golf State Championship when he was in high school and he said the reason he was able to do that because on a rainy day when the other students couldn't practice, he still could, that he could replay every game that he'd ever played and he'd practice on rainy days when the others couldn't practice. And as we get stuck in our homes, socially isolating or socially distancing, It made me think again of how that skill of being able to turn inward, to use our minds when we can't physically go out and do things, what a gift that could be and what a gift this can be if we develop those skills over the next 30 days or however long it takes. And one of the other interesting things that came out during this time, one of our students, John Graham, who also happens to be the president of the Institute for Spirituality and Health, wrote a short essay uh, entitled Lost and Found. And he talked about the fact that, while everyone is talking about all the losses that go on right now, that when you think about it, There are lots of things that we had already lost that now we're just starting to find again. All the simple things in our lives that we used to do, the writing letters, calling friends, appreciating the flowers in the backyard, things that we've gotten too busy to do we now have a chance to find again. His point was that lost things can be found. And that as we remember, we find the treasures we've had all of our life, that we've sometimes inadvertently let go or lost. To recognize those things, And to take this opportunity to find all of our lost treasures, the power of a smile, because a smile isn't only for someone else, but it has an impact on ourselves. Even now, with your eyes closed, if you take a moment to smile, you'll feel the change that it makes. Especially if you remember some of the times in the past where you smiled. This time is giving us a chance to focus on what is truly important. To think of even a month ago, what we thought was important and the changes we've already gone through. And our ability to hold on to some of these gifts and not lose them again, the simple joys, the power of positive thinking. For those of you that have seen the quote on my wall, it says, I do not sing because I'm happy. I'm happy because I sing, is a quote from William James, whose most famous quote was that the greatest discovery of his generation is that human beings can alter their lives by altering their attitudes of mind. And this is the time though we can take the time to address our attitudes, to take them out in the light of day and to look for those negative thoughts, those detrimental feelings that get in our way that we don't even notice and to intentionally choose a more positive, optimistic view of life. Taking the time to look at quotes that seem ageless. Marcus Aurelius, 121 to 181. Treat every moment as if it was your last. remembering what's important, staying connected with friends and family, but possibly more important, reconnecting with ourselves, allowing ourselves the moment of rest to take this time each day to focus on our own well-being our own positive intentions, our own treasure chest of memories, to reorder our lives in a way that we can go on, holding ourselves and each other in a more positive light as we breathe and relax. as we smile, and think about that favorite poem that you haven't read for years. Think about the songs that were important to you, not only the melodies that get stuck in your head, but the lyrics that were powerful when you were a teenager. or even the new song you heard yesterday of taking time to recognize the melodies that are playing in the background, always enjoying, always feeling good about our power to choose, realizing that we're never victims unless we allow ourselves to be victims. holding an inner sense of joy, of happiness, of inner power, and then allowing ourselves to share, to help those around us, and to smile. And each of you have your own stories, your own music, and your own memories. All treasure chests that you can use as you take this time each day to meditate, to breathe, to relax, and to enjoy each day gives us. So now I'd like you to just take a moment of silence to allow yourself time to listen to that melody that comes to your mind, to that story, that poem, that chance to breathe. Then, if you could open your eyes and stretch and smile, you can come back and join us as we get ready to finish another day.